12.30 on the nose, I look out the store's front window and see Tony Lopez's cream-colored Mercedes coupe pulling into the lot. Tony gets his car washed every other morning on the way to work. I watch him now, stopping to inspect a recent smudge or scratch, invisible to me from this distance. A quick buff with his shirt hem, and he's on the move again, eyes critically scanning the store sign, the front window displaying the impressive collection of trophies that he and his brother Jorge amassed on the baseball diamond and football field of Arenas High School, the security gate I left not quite rolled up. He frowns to himself and corrects my error, then enters the store, and, shooting a look at Sandra behind the registers, orders her to get some clothes on pronto. What? she complains, hands on her hips. He's got a point, I can't help noticing. Her halter top a day-glow display case for her own particular trophies. Her name tag an extreme sports enthusiast about to tumble to a happy death off the face of Mount Shasta. Sandra shouts to Derek to cover for her before strutting down aisle nine and through the security door into the stockroom. That girl, Tony grumbles, shaking his head. She thinks she can just show it like a free movie and everybody's happy. Some people probably are happy, I venture. She's my niece, Tony says, ending the subject. Once every couple of weeks, Tony and I have lunch together at a nearby Mexican cantina that's another small piece in the modest business empire he's gradually building. The lunches began not long after his hiring me as a sales assistant six years ago, no doubt as a way for the boss to keep tabs on a rookie employee with a certain kind of track record. But to Tony's credit, the meals don't make me feel as if Big Brother's watching. A few years younger than me, and exponentially more set on his feet, he seems to have no interest in overtly contrasting our situations, save for the obvious reality that I now work for him. He respects the fact that, prior to my troubles back east, I went to law school and for a while was a practicing attorney, and possibly, out of a desire not to cut off this unexpected avenue of goodwill, I've been guilty of not giving him a fuller picture of my former professional vicissitudes. He also takes a sincere interest in my estranged relationship with my son. For beyond the snappy shirts and expensive summer-weight slacks and the gold-rimmed designer shades perpetually perched on his bronzed, balding head, Tony is a genuine family man. His pretty blonde wife Jody and their twin seven-year-old daughters, Ruby and Jade, Tony and Jody are fans of a certain home shopping network strain and the naming of American children that would now seem to be the norm, are his delight, and he's given to handing out wallet-sized photos of them to near strangers. He often mentions his beloved mother, Poppy cut out when Tony and Jorge were still in Pampers, and the Los Angeles barrio he grew up in, and to me anyway, it never feels like just a line. As Tony and I have become friends over time, he's near the top of my very short list of guys to watch football with, I've occasionally gone to his and Jody's home at the foot of the Santa Inez Mountains for big, festive family dinners that, after a couple of tequilas, always make me feel as if there are balloons and piñatas tied up everywhere, even when there aren't. At lunch today, I order the large chicken taco salad. It comes in a kind of crispy sombrero that you're free to wear out of the restaurant if you're in the mood, and silently vow to ignore the chips. Since moving out to California, Diet Dr. Pepper has become my daytime beverage of choice, 
and on the whole, I try to eat like a native. I exercise most days, and am not averse to fresh fruit. One of the ironies of enforced institutional life is that the hours of nothing time that threaten to drown you can also lead you to get yourself in pretty good fighting shape. It's possible in certain locales to see a murderer's handprints, or for that matter, a tax evader's, and wouldn't you know it, they look much the same, faintly worn into the grimed cement floor. He's been doing his push-ups and crunches for months now, years, day after day, preparing himself for some test with no name or prize money attached to it. There our man sits, lats and delts and traps getting bigger, finding abs he hasn't seen since he was a high school virgin, but the truth is, he ends up scaring no one but himself. Because for all the work on his body, the rock-hard carapace he daily attempts to fashion, the absolute mystery of the overall scheme, the tragedy by which he got here in the first place, grows no plainer to him, and never will.